Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Favorite song. She ain't here. She isn't called Just in. One look at you. This is hers. And you gotta let this go, right? Yeah, yeah. She she listens every morning. She's like, oh, that's my song right there. For some reason, she still sends me emails when she can text me. Sam and Greg, Sports (laughs) Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Jason Longshore in for Mr. Crenshaw. Good morning, Georgia. Good morning. And good morning to you folks in Sandy Springs. I was in Sandy Springs last night. Riverwood High School. Yes. Riverwood won in girls' soccer for the first time all season. They won in the boys' match as well. The boys' team ranked number four in the state in 6A. Really good team. Oh, all right. I, I actually had two things running through my mind when you were saying that. But I didn't want to derail you because like, I you I can only imagine. No, 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 no. We, you know, you and I are kindred spirits in that we, our thought pattern goes in multiple directions. And sometimes it's yes. it's it's tougher, probably tougher for me to harness them and bring them in. If I did play by you know play by play and I was on the air with you and that happened, that would be a problem. So you obviously do a better job of it than me. But um, this has been an interesting morning, man. I hope you've been having fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is always fun. This is this is, you know. I want to thank the people that we've had on here. If you just joined us, we had a story of the week. You talked. I mean, you've been educating me with everything having to do with soccer. Can, can you can you say Atlanta United's new forward's name? Oh no, there's no way. Yorgos Yakamakis. It's not hard. Yorgo Samaka. Yakamakis. Yakamasas. Yakamakis. Yakamakis. Yorgos. Yorgos. Yakamakis. Yakamakis. Yeah. It's not hard. I didn't say it we was hard. No, people have. And it's okay. like, ah, can well, we call him Gigi? Can we call him? De- no, Yorgos Yakamakis. Yeah, why can't we just use the nickname? No, nah, like he said, you're going to get to know his name when he scores goals like he says he's going to do. Okay, well, when he does that, I'll start learning his name. But in the meantime, can I use his nickname? You have I mean, he's to. saying that he's going to, so if he hadn't said that, then I would learn it. You can say Yorgos. Yorgos? Okay, you Yorgos. can do that. You can call him by his first name. That, that's okay. So as we sit and watch Toronto, when we want to root him on, we, Yorgos! Well, say. actually. You think he's coming off the bench tonight? He's coming off the bench, yeah. but there is a song that became attached to him during his time at Celtic in Scotland. And it's a popular song. You know the song. It's a popular song. They changed the lyrics a little bit for him. 99 Luft Balloons. Oh, Nina. They would sing that in Glasgow at Celtic games, and they changed the words to, to, to fit Yorgos, but that was what was sung for him. I would love it if Atlanta United fans do a take on that. 
and do a 99 Luft balloons when he comes onto the pitch. That'd be really cool. Uh, Max, can we play that uh, as we bring in Deshaun Tate next segment? <laughs> and have Deshaun try to figure out why we're having yeah, of course <laughs> his intro music. Deshaun's yeah. gonna be like, "What?" I want to hear because I always wonder Nina or is it pronounced differently because it's German? I think Nana. Nana. Yeah, okay. but then you have to get into is it ninety nine Luft balloons or is it ninety nine red balloons, depending on which version you want to play. Yeah, and then you got that whole Patrick Roy and Roy Rogers thing. Patrick Wah and Roy <laughs> Rogers. Is <laughs> another one that drives me crazy. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Uh, in this ten o'clock hour. Like I said, we're going to talk to Deshaun Tate. I got a casting call for you coming up, but also some stories having to do with just sports on the periphery that Jason and I are going to get to. But we came in here, we were both sort of like reading the same story and going, oh, man, Chase Elliott, a boy, locally. He's he's the NASCAR driver that we all gravitate toward um, for obvious reasons here locally, but he's just he's what's next on the circuit too, right? And then yep. you hear what happened. And he hurt his leg. The guy had successful surgery for what is being called an unspecified leg injury. An unspecified leg injury. How did he after have a the snowboarding, unspecified? After a snowboarding accident in Colorado. Oh, boy. Now, um, the first thing I think of is, you know, the player will be different for all of us. But I did 10 years of Good Day Atlanta doing the casting call. And every mm-hmm. Wednesday, I would run into Ron Gant. And I love me some Ron Gant. We used to yep. we used to cut some corners in this city in certain clubs that were open late. You know, I know Ron, but Ron's not that dude anymore, and neither am I. But I would see Ron, and every time I'd see him, I would just have this thought of, <sighs> I probably wouldn't be looking at him right now if he hadn't chosen to get on that motorcycle yeah. during his time with the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Or, or was it heading to the Cincinnati Reds from the Braves? Can't I think it was that offseason. I remember the accident, but I can't remember the timeline of when it when it happened. But it cost him millions. Oh yeah, absolutely it did. So that's the one that I think of. Chase is going to be okay. He's going to miss this week's uh, race in Las Vegas. Um, How many races are they saying he's going to miss? Right now, it hasn't been determined. Let's see here. Josh is going to read number nine. If he had um, surgery, he had waiver. Yeah, he had the waiver. It's going to be a minute. I don't have a definite. And listen. What is written right now and what Chase says, I'm ready to go and forget about what's written. You put me in the car because a lot, a lot of times you've got to protect the athlete from themselves. Yeah, that is definitely true. So he may, be, he may be ready to go next week. I don't know. But the point is he's taking himself out of this week's race okay. and what that's going to do as far as points moving forward. My point is how many times have we seen this in sports? What's the one that pops to your mind? Well, I just had a recent one with uh, the German national team in Bayern Munich, goalkeeper Manuel Neuer. So it's a little weird because of where the World Cup fell, like in the middle of a season, not at the, not between seasons for the Bundesliga. But Germany did not have a good World Cup. They get knocked out early. He's got a lot of extra time because probably expected to at least make a decent run at the World Cup. The Bundesliga was one of the later ones to come back to play. So he had some time, decided to go skiing, broke his leg kind of a problem so he's out the rest of the season and that changed a lot of things for Bayern who is a a team is probably going to win the Bundesliga they they almost always do but that's a a team that had a chance to win Champions League and you lose one of the best goalkeepers in the world and you've got to do that balancing act of okay he's 36 can he come back and be the the guy when he comes back when's he coming back we need somebody now but are we getting his replacement now or are we getting somebody to be short-term now? And it opens up a lot of doors because of a skiing accident. 
Right. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. I want to bring Max in here, Max, because I know you were thinking about this. Who, yeah. who, who pops yeah. to mind for you? I have three for you. Okay. Now, I had one off the top of my head, but I'm not going to lie. I cheated a little bit, and I did some research. So the first one that came to my mind was John Wall. I don't know if you remember yep. this, but he injured himself like in the kitchen. And it actually lost like a severe amount of time. Oh, wow. They say he slipped. I don't know if it – I think it was he hurt his knee in the process of doing that. And so I'm not sure how he did that in the kitchen. I guess he was whipping it up and got intense, and he just slipped and fell. Uh, but two other ones. I don't know if you remember. It was Charles Barkley at a concert. He got lotion and burned his eye. No, I did not know Whoa, that. Whoa, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Is this the one you researched? Yes, I researched it to make sure it was true. It looks like 1994, Barkley out for the Suns opener. And it looks like he got lotion in his eye, body lotion into his eye during an Eric Clampton concert. And he missed the season opener because of one. An Eric Clapton concert there's two, got Barkley? There's a couple different stories right within that last sentence. Uh, there's a lot of stories. <laughs> there's that. another one, too. All right, go ahead. The last one that I'll use for right now is just crazy. They say Derrick Rose loved – now you think immediately Derrick Rose. You think of the knee injuries. But right. he loved apples. And they said that he was in the kitchen and he sliced his finger pretty badly slicing apples. And so he missed a couple games because of a pretty bad cut with his hand. See, now I'm wow. thinking about guys who lost money. I'm not talking about a day's pay, you know, a day's pay. That's true. John Wall did miss some, uh, uh, now, some good amount of time. Now, I've, I've got the, the craziest one for a, more of a short term. Uh, Glenn Allen Hill, you remember him? Yeah. Played, played in, the, in the majors. Uh, early in his career, and I, I did not know this. I did a little research as well. He had a nightmare, as he's asleep, about <laughs> being attacked by spiders. Oh. And he, in his sleepwalking fear, jumped out of bed, fell down the stairs, tore through the apartment, busted up a, a glass table, needed stitches, had to go on the disabled list because Damn. of a nightmare about spiders. I, 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 can't say, I can't speak to nightmare about spiders, but I will tell you, and I think the audience, and I'm sorry to do this to you, uh-uh. so I'm going to tell you ahead of time. <laughs> I'm just apologizing, but the worst the absolute worst feeling in the world and will just bring on all manner of anxiety is if you're outside, let's say, at night, you walk by a bush and you have walked through a spider web. That's yeah, not good. And you don't know if there's, where does spider Walking know. through a spider web <laughs> at night, know. I'm telling you, will turn you and make noises like a five-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That's the worst feeling in the world. So I know what you're talking about. Sam and Greg, <laughs> Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. I know I apologize to y'all bringing up that, <laughs> that thought because it made me jump. Here, here's another one, though. Chris Hansen is a punter for the Jaguars. And this is, this is a, a, a weird one because he's doing something his coach wanted him to do. How many times have we heard the, the sports cliche, the coaching cliche, keep chopping wood? Yep. Belichick. Everybody. Jack Del Rio took it literally and had a wood and an axe and to inspire the guys. They, they come by. Take a couple swings. Well, punter Chris Hansen didn't really have any practice at this, and he ended up slicing his foot, and he lost the 2003 season because of it. Jeez. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, that, that kind of stuff. That's the coach setting this up, though, for a dumb cliche. Okay, I, 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 I teed this up for you guys, and I thought you were going to go with the most obvious one. Okay. That was obvious to me that hasn't been brought up. And that's JPP. Yeah. Fourth of July fireworks. Yep. And yet he's still playing and at a Pro Bowl level. 
continue to after that accident. I think that's why you Jason forget Pierre about Paul it a little blew bit. Blew off uh, how many? Three fingers? Two fingers? I don't. And I don't. Max, know you remember how many it was? Percentages of what's left. And he has played. Don't, don't, and that, by the way, how many years ago was that? He's been playing since then. Yeah. And he's been playing at such a high level. I think you Pro forget. Pro Bowl level. I think you forget because of that. Um, you remind. <laughs> Something else we don't have time to get into. We'll do it during the casting oh, call. No. Well, again, see, this is <laughs> that's this always is me. dangerous. This is me, you know, checking myself because we just don't have time to go down that rabbit hole. But when you talk about um things that well things that happened, and I'm just gonna save it. I'm just gonna save it because we got Deshaun coming up next. Okay, you want you want a hockey one to end on? Okay, sure. Okay, so it, he got lucky because of the timing. It happened in the summer, so he didn't miss time. He would have if it had been in the season. Glenn Healy, goaltender. The way he would decompress after games, play the bagpipes. Not the usual way to decompress, but hey, cool, whatever works. He was changing the bag for the bagpipes. Deep cut on his hand, multiple stitches. He would have missed a lot of time, but it was in the summer. He healed up before he got started again. Okay, again, you brought up a question. Hey, I didn't know you changed the bag. And I the knew bagpipes. nothing about bagpipes and any. Why of that. do you have to change the bag and the bagpipes? I, I don't know. What's being caught in the bag that you need to change the bag and bagpipes? Maybe it changes the sound. I don't know. I'm not up on the bagpipes. I'm not either. I mean, you just brought up you know some questions. 2015, by the way, Greg. 2015 is when J, uh, JPP wow, did that. Long yeah. ago. Yeah. Unbelievable. When do you come how back much the of the next season? I mean, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Happy 62nd birthday to Ray Boom Boom Mancini. We say that on the day of a big fight. We're going to have Max come back on and talk about tonight's John Jones match and, and UFC 285 and, and just everything we need to know about that. He did it earlier, but we got a whole new audience of folks joining us, so we're going to have Max come back. But up next, we're going to talk basketball. Let us know as we head into March Madness. Deshaun Tate is going to take us there. It's Sam and Greg with Jason Longshore this morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. <laughs> for our German-speaking audience, that's for you, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Jason Longshore sitting in for Sam this morning. We started with that horn thing, but we just don't have time to keep hitting that thing. But Jason has been educating me on everything I need to know that I don't know. And this morning, the lesson has been pronouncing new players' names. Do you say it? I can't. You can. I, first name. Just the first name. Well, see, now I'm thinking of the person we just heard singing. <laughs> not Nana. <laughs> not Nana. She's not playing tonight. Tell me again. Yorgos. 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 I gotta write that down. Yorgos. Yorgos. Writing it down with the, the old school pencil. Phonetically. Yep, yep. Well, I make a lot of adjustments here. Okay. Anyway, Sam and Craig Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. We threw that in because something we were talking about last segment had to do with that I particular hope song. that the Atlanta United supporters sing that or the version of it that was big at Celtic for Yorgos Yakimakis when he comes onto the pitch tonight. And we were talking about not just that, but also last segment about athletes that got injured. And this will be a perfect way to lead into Deshaun. <laughs> Right, is really will stay with me. Okay. So one of the things, one of the guys that Max brought up was Derrick Rose. Right. And he had an injury at his house that kept him out of a game or games for a while. But Derrick Rose had a number of things that he just decided to do, say, I need to load management, if you will, to and, and then sit out some games. 
So here's my question. I'll ask it to you and as we welcome on Deshaun Tate on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Morning, Deshaun. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine, man. What's up, Deshaun? Got a question for you off the, off the top. You ready? Okay, I think I'm ready. Let's do it. Is Derrick Rose or will Derrick Rose be the only league MVP that will not make the Hall of Fame? Hmm. I think Derrick Rose will get into the Hall of you Fame. You absolutely. Come on. I don't think there's any way he gets I in. Get, I, don't, I, don't, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think he'll be first ballot, but I do think that he gets into the Hall of Fame. Hmm. All right. Well, you're one of the few. But I just, I just think that he, I, I can't remember an MVP that played his way out of the Hall of Fame like Derrick Rose has. I, in, think, you, I, think, you, I think you start considering what happened. I mean, it's not like this guy was completely healthy throughout his career. I think right. injuries are going to be taken into consideration amongst other things. Um, but Deshaun, yeah, a lot of this has that, to do with a lot of this has to do with his decision to sit out games too, which was unnerving to a lot of the play, the teams that he were on. He was on. Yeah, true. But I, again, I think that a lot is going to be predicated off of his injury. Um, he's not going to be the only guy that maybe the only guy that could be considered or would be considered on the fence who won an MVP. Nonetheless, there's guys who, you know, kind of help implement the sitting down, if you will, um, load management. And Derrick Rose, I think all those things are going to be taken into consideration, but the injuries, I, I think, is just ultimately something that's, that's – I mean, can you blame him for sitting considering some of the things that he went through? Tracy McGrady is a Hall of Famer. He went through some injuries. He never won an MVP. That's just for one guy for an example. Well, that's a really good comparison, yeah. And you know there's a whole lot of folks wondering why Tracy McGrady's in there, too. So let's bring that up. But if he's in, I think Rose gets in. Um, I want to come back to the NBA, Deshaun, but it, it, it is the crunch time we get into college basketball. I know you're going nuts right now oh. with everything happening. What is the best game of the day today? What is the game that you have penciled in that you will be sitting down for today? Um, wow. Narrowing it down to just one game. You're going to watch like 10, I know, but I I need one. Yeah, (laughs) it's the the obvious. I mean, listen, it's it's the best rivalry in the whole sport. It's Duke and Carolina. Carolina needs it more than anything. Duke's been playing pretty a a, a lot better than they have previously, still kind of inconsistent. Carolina's off to a three-game win streak. I told people, you know, everybody's going to look at Houston as their front runner. Alabama, Purdue is going to be in that conversation. Maybe UCLA on the tail end. But if there's one team that you don't want to see, this happened last year. They had a very similar year last year and then got hot right around the time when they played Duke. This is it all over again. If they find a way to get hot, it can, it can be ugly for whoever is in their way on that bracket if they get in. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Deshaun Tate, give us your uh, – where folks can follow you at. Because Sam normally handles that. He has it in front of him. I don't. So no worries. Takes Tate. No worries. Tate's Take Hoops, H-O-O-P-S. Tate's Take Hoops. This like to call it where basketball lives. Absolutely. This is the strangest year for me, as I, as, and, and you too, when you think about college basketball from top to bottom. Where are the Blue Bloods? I, I know UCLA's up there for it, but they haven't, they haven't stayed a traditional power. Yes, Kansas is up there, but with the Dukes falling down. In other words, we spent a whole lot of time this season talking about Alabama and Purdue more than we did the Blue Bloods. And I'm not going to get into the teams from your home state, 
between you and 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 my wife, they are not happy with what's going on up in the state of Michigan. But when you look at this this season overall, how do you capsulize it and why we're seeing what we're seeing or not seeing what we're, we've seen traditionally from the Blue Bloods? Well, I think that it's been, you know, a recent thing. Um, you know, there was a time Duke, Duke didn't make the NCAA tournament uh, recently. And, you know, there was, you know, obviously the COVID thing happened. Some of those teams were already on the fence of not making the NCAA tournament even during that particular year. So they kind of get, you know, a, 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 a pass a little bit. Um, but where you have teams like Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky's ranked again. Uh, they'll be there. They don't look like your typical or your usual Kentucky that you're used to seeing. Um, I know that there's been some rumblings about maybe, you know, Calipari taking the, uh, to, to taking the job over at, at Texas. We'll see how that goes. But uh, there's been some struggles for sure. A lot of transfer portal, a lot of relying on um, some veteran leadership versus the one and done so heavily as much as they were before, specifically talking about Kentucky. I think that they'll be there. I mean, you do have UCLA, you do have Kansas, but I think all of those teams, all the Blue Bloods, when you look at the top five of them, I think that they're there. The Duke, the UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Indiana, depending on what you want to call them, they'll be in the conversation. Connecticut, who's won quite a few championships in the last 20 years, about four of them. They'll be right there. Michigan State will be right there. I, I think that you still – it's just a little inconsistent, and they'll have a little bit of, uh, you know, lower seeds than, than you usually see around this time of the year going into March. So with things being maybe more wide open, I, I think the Blue Bloods are still in the conversation, but you've got more potential chaos. What conference tournament is the most compelling to you as, as we get close to that? Oh, Big 12 without question. I think it's the Big 12. I mean, you've got so many teams in there that can make deep runs into March, maybe even the Final Four. I mean, are we ever talking about, you know, how often do you talk about TCU having a team that could really compete to get all the way to Houston? Um, all those Texas teams, by the way, Texas is another one uh, who have not exceeded, let alone met expectations in previous years when it comes to the postseason. This year is just another year doing such a great job recruiting and do such a great job in the regular season, uh, but never really, you know, make the kind of runs in March that that you would think that they would by looking, gauging them off of all of those things. Baylor is another one. I mean, the, the Big 12 has won the last two national championships between Kansas and Baylor. So, I mean, they're going to be right there with the exception of maybe West Virginia, Oklahoma. There might be one more in there sprinkled within, but for the most part, that little 10 team, you know, conference, um, is going to easily have, I think, at least seven strong um, participants in the tournament. I think they'll be there. That is Deshaun Tate joining Greg, Jason Longshore, who's in for Mr. Crenshaw, <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, man, listen, you need to fill our audience in who have not been paying attention to what's going on up there on Chastain, up 75, round the corner. We got a championship, a conference championship game going on yeah, tomorrow, tip-off at 3 o'clock. And that is between Liberty and Kennesaw State. We have had the coach on here a couple times, but this season overall, to where they are for tomorrow's game, talk about this program, talk about its ascension and how it's changed course and just everything you want to say about what Kennesaw State and the Miles are doing this season. No, I think that they've done, you know, obviously a great job. They only lost one game at home this year and to have a great record um, on the road. They're on a four-game win streak. They're tied in the conference with uh, with Liberty. 
championship game on tomorrow. Those have been the two most consistent and top teams all year long in that conference. And, um, you know, dare I say that Kennesaw State is the best uh, team in the state of Georgia. You know, I, I you know, there, there's, there, that's put a little bit of pressure on Georgia and Georgia Tech, I think, because there was a point in time that wasn't that long ago where we were saying Georgia State was the best right. team in the whole state. And now we're talking about Kennesaw State. So I think in order for them to take care of business much like they did uh, back in February in their only meeting against Liberty, uh, where they took care of business, they, they're definitely going to need some major contribution uh, from, you know, uh, from Chris Youngblood, who's their leading scorer on that team, and uh, some of the other contributors. But Liberty is going to bring it. Liberty is a is a fairly respectable mid-major program. Uh, win a game in the tournament, either one of these teams, I don't know. We'll keep our fingers, toes, eyes, and everything else crossed out of Kennesaw State wins today. They'll punch their ticket in March and hopefully seeing them upset somebody wearing that Cinderella slipper. My question on KSU, Deshaun, is, you know, they're going to be going into Conference USA here soon. And and Conference USA, a whole different conversation of what that is coming up versus what it's been. Do you think they're putting down the roots for this to be sustainable? Not just be a one-year Cinderella story, but a sustainable program? Because, frankly, Georgia State didn't do that. I think they got the right guy now to rebuild it, but can KSU do that? I think they can. I think it really just depends on when that phone starts ringing to Abdur Rahim, whether he does or, you know, if he, if he ends up taking another job, if he gets an offer, you know, to, to depart, who do you replace him with? You got to be replacing him with the right guy. Right. Uh, we saw the same thing over at Georgia state, um, you know, when their head coach left and brought in the near and, you know, kind of kept that ball rolling and much, you know, much of like the same thing would have to happen in terms of duplicate trying to effort to duplicate. We hadn't seen uh, a, a, a team this good from Kennesaw State since Coach Ingle was there. Um, and uh, that was quite some time ago. I hate that it's taken so long to get back there, but we're, we're, but we're here now. Um, and I think that they could certainly potentially be a force to reckon with. And not only that, but you get so much good high school talent here from the state of Georgia. In general, we talk about how they leave and go other places and sometimes transfer here back home. There's enough talent here in this state where if you're not getting the best guys, you can go into a high school you know, gym and get the third or fourth leading score on that team and commit to Kennesaw State. And then you can have something really, really good uh, they can build something off that alone, I like to think. Now, I'm going to put you in, in, a, in a position that we as talk show hosts here, we can do. And it's just kind of fun. It's barbershop talk here. But you have, you have a name with this coach, Abdul Rahim. And, and, and if he were to leave, as you speculated, and there's going to be job offers coming his way, let's say he stayed in the state. He don't want to, we don't want Coach to sell his house. All right? So he's going to stay in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which one of those programs would you like to see him land at, given what you – what you believe his recruiting ability would be or is in, in a program that he feel like and the, and the conference that it's in would be the best fit for him. In, in terms of if he was to take another job. What in would state. Be the best in fit? state. Where would you like to oh, see him land? State. Yeah. Um, really just whatever is the, the, the best fit for him. I don't think – I don't want to go off and say, well, at Georgia State or, or not. It wouldn't be – I don't think – You don't want to do that. Georgia okay. State, All right. Georgia Tech, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that person. I think, you know, respectfully to Coach, uh, if, 
Georgia Tech was, I think Georgia Tech, if not nothing else, should highly consider him. Let's just put it that way. Uh, in the event that they decided to, you know, sit down with Coach Passner, decide to part ways mutually or not, or whatever the case may be. And again, that's not me pushing. No, Passner we ain't trying to push nobody either, out. I think, I think, but I, I, no, we're not. But I will say this much: I think that the consensus would agree that changes do have to be made sometimes. And uh, I think we're nearing, you know, getting closer to uh, having to make that decision really soon. Yeah, I know the conversation was kind of trending that way, but do you think maybe the little late season flurry has made it more of changes rather than that big change when it comes to tech? What do you What do you mean exactly? I mean, look, the conversation was that this was going to be Passner's last year, but now uh-huh. with what they've done here lately, do you think he's bought himself more time? No. No, okay. I don't, and I think that I think that we would be silly to feel that way. Um, anything barring going and winning the ACC conference tournament, which I don't anticipate happening, um, I think that that is, you know, I, I, I think that that is something that, um, you know, they should highly consider over there at the flats. And I mean, listen, it comes with expect expect with expectations. Absolutely. I'm sorry. With the success comes expectations. They won that conference tournament not long ago, uh, a few years ago. And granted, lost a lot of those players. And I know it's hard to get players to stay home. You talk about 17, 18 year old kids. You're in right down, you know, downtown, midtown Atlanta. Why can't you get some of these kids to stay home or recruit more? Uh, better talent there and i know that they're trying to sell education and all that kind of stuff and that's great um you know but uh but you know these kids have dreams goals and aspirations beyond being just engineers too and some of them they're they, they want to play on the next level they've shown that they can do that with players like jose alvarado uh and, and some others that won you know conference uh player of the year but make no mistake about it again with that comes expectations and this is georgia tech basketball at the end of the day you know, not many people remember, but, you know, there was a lot of success in those 90s and early 2000s going to the national championship game in 2004 against Connecticut and all these different things. We haven't seen them look even remotely close to the same since. They got to find a way to get back on that train. How's Baby Breslin doing? Baby Breslin is amazing. She's, 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 she's growing for sure. She's, she's excited for March. I just got her some onesies, my first March Madness onesies. So everything, every, every, listen, everything's on the way. And I wanted to throw this out there before we get off. Hey, make sure you guys come out on next Sunday, Selection Sunday on the 12th from 6 to 8 p.m., me and Abe Gordon, uh, live broadcast over at Twin Peaks, and of all places, Kennesaw. So uh, I just want to make sure I threw that out there, try and get some people to uh, come show up. I'm going to be helping people out with their brackets. I'm going to try and give everybody a free space on the bingo card for the first round. There you go. Um, Jason, because you don't know, he named his – he just had his first baby. And he is, you know, a proud Michigan State Oh, I know. Mom. He named his baby after the arena they play in. I am not surprised. <laughs> baby Breslin. I tell, I, I tell them all the time, Longshore – you lucky it's a girl. Had I had a boy, she he, he would have been. I would have named him Michigan. He would have been Michigan Tate. So that's the way we're gonna go with that. <laughs> Deshaun, tell tell everybody where they can follow you, at, man. At Tate's Take Hoops, T A T E S T A K E H W O P S. 
We got the March Madness Tour coming up. I'm going to be jumping around, flying in and out a couple of different places of where these games are going to be had. So looking forward to uh, being in a new city when I come on with you guys in the near future. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Trying to catch him during March Madness, you got a better you got a better chance of catching Waldo. It ain't, just ain't happening. Better chance of getting pregnant. Yeah. You got a better chance of getting pregnant. Well, we don't have to go down there. Deshaun Tate, join us. Hey man, we will be in touch with you next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Coming up next, gonna let you how to let you know how to find the jobs behind the camera. Been gone for a week or so. Kind of put a casting call, a generic casting call up, but. I want to point you guys toward what's going on behind the camera. We're going to talk about that and also some some unfinished business between Jason and I. We're going to get to next segment. Sam and Greg, Jason Longshore is in for Mr. Crenshaw. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Jason Longshore, voice of the uh, Atlanta Thrashers, along with Mike Conti. Thrashers? When I say threat, see, we were talking hockey earlier. Atlanta United. We you don't want we, me calling hockey. No. That's that's going to be a problem. Mike can handle calling hockey. Me, Mike can, no. Mike can call anything. I got I got nothing when it comes to being an analyst when it comes to hockey. This is this is this is a byproduct of a conversation we had earlier. We had Sean Belegian from WJ, WJR on, and he was talking hockey. Did I tell you that dude? He's like oh, he's, he's, great. he's sucking on a power line and he's then great. comes on. He's uh, now I know where to get my hockey info. That's him, man. That, that's him. Um, Do you want to redo that? <laughs> I just like to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. We got it queued up over here. You want to try it again? Sure, go ahead. Oh, I thought you meant the Sopranos thing. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Oh, you mean the, the hot? We yeah, I'm doing finding any reason to just use this. Yeah, you, you've missed it a few times, so I just figured we were done doing it. That's okay. No, no, Max, don't worry about it because you've had other elements going on. Off I know you, the you, rails. Yeah. Well, we were going to play the, 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 the goal sounder every time I mentioned your name. <laughs> and it worked for the first hour. And then Max gets too busy back it's there. It's a lot of juggling. It is. I, you know, listen, I got number love for the producers. So I, let's just, just put it to the side. It was a nice little thing. Atlanta there. Thrashers. We, uh, during the break, discovered that we are both not helicopter people. No, nah, I don't want to be in a helicopter. There's something going on around the city, man. There's helicopter. There's a red helicopter going around, and it almost hit a, a private jet uh, that was leading PDK. You're about to start flying the black helicopters now with the the conspiracy theories, aren't you? Oh no, 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 no. I just no. It just look closer than it needed to be. Okay. I will tell you this though, while I was where I was at last week, mm-hmm. I kid you not when I tell you they have latched on to something that is is brilliant. I saw probably half dozen helicopters, and they all look like TCs from Magnum. <laughs> they were all that rainbow yeah. color helicopters. Yeah. So you think you're taking a helicopter ride around Waikiki with, with TC. That's cool. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh, listen, let me drive you guys to 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see a generic version of casting call, basically. I was gone for the last couple weekends. And so, and this was a perfect time for it too, Jason, because there's, this, there's always an ebb and flow to the industry now that it's here in the city, mm-hmm. it, it took me a couple of years to get used to, it, and I think it took a couple of years for them to realize, okay, we don't want to be filming in August if we don't have to right. in, in Atlanta, in right. Georgia, if we don't have to, you know. And a lot of that has to do with the availability of studios. Did you know that there is over twenty movie wow. studios in the city? No, over twenty, and they're not done. Jeez. You got to figure there's going to be more coming, not necessarily in the Atlanta area, but. You just start moving down. Every yeah. county, every county is camera ready in this state. 159 
all ready That's to amazing. Get, all ready to get a call and say, hey, we want to, you know, Bainbridge, we want to come down there and shoot something down there as your area, wherever it is. So it is a good time to check out because of a number of different reasons. But the one I hear from mostly from people, and again, I do this, I realize that 90% of you don't give a spit about this. But Jason, I'm telling you, I'll hear from one person a week yeah. that tells me, I left my job because my boss is a so-and-so, and I knew that this was a crew job, and I've been looking for it, and I finally got uh, – I, I, I did an extra job. And I, I talked to a couple people, and, and I went for it, and I joined the union because maybe he was a carpenter yeah. um, or, or makeup artist. I, I know so many people who, who went down that road, especially from the, the kind of bar nightlife industry mm-hmm. where I used to DJ, and a lot of people would – Come in and work at the bar part-time where they were working more hours before because they were getting so much work on cruise. So, and again, it's getting better, too, because if you remember, at the end of last year, not 2022, but 2021, there was a strike for a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it had to do with the hours that these crews were working in the state. And a lot of it had to do with the pandemic. They're trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. And you had people on the roads going up and down I-75 and 85 and 285, leaving work with one eye open. And you don't want that. No, no, no. And so there were changes that needed to be made. They were made. But my point for this little diatribe here is that there are opportunities for you behind the camera if you want want them and you want to check for it. And I walk you through how to find them. So what I have this particular week, I'm going to come with another full-blown in front of the camera casting call tomorrow or will be there Monday most likely I'll have it tomorrow when Sam and I are back. But you can still look at what Destination Casting has, what Hilton Casting. They're doing two projects, Kingdom Business and also Zoltar. A number of the other casting directors, which I have the entire list there, you can just go to the uh, social media pages and see what they have coming up. Rose Locke is still doing the Francis Ford Coppola project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, there is no perfect time for this, but this is an ongoing Thing that you can continue to do, and that is just get yourself into the database of these casting directors. Just just let them know you're available, you have a reliable car, and for the most part, that's all you really need to <laughs> At this point, that's all they're really looking for. They're looking for fresh faces, people who are responsible, like I said, reliable cars, and then you get the ball rolling. But I have said this to anybody who was looking for a job on a crew. Do an extra job. So if you're, okay. you want to get a job as a grip, you want to get a job as hair, or makeup, whatever it is, cook, driver, do an extra job. You get a chance to talk to those people. Hey, oh, man, that makes sense. Hey, man, yeah. where, did, where did you submit? Who did you call? Do I have to join the union? Get those answers first and then jump in with both feet because there are billions of dollars flying through the air in this state. Oh, yeah. You just sure. got to grab them. And yeah. it's here, and it ain't going anywhere. No. So no. this is what I'm here for. I point you toward where they are. I'm trying to help you out here. And, Jason, again, most of the people that are listening, they don't care about this. They see the signs all over. They know the industry's here. But it seems like once a week I hear from at least one person, sometimes more. But at least one person will tell me about the change they're making or they want to change. Am I going in the right direction? And I help them out. It may take me a couple of days to get back to you, but I will. Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com. If you uh, have any questions about any of this stuff, the list is also up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. And there you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 
Game.com tomorrow. Mr. Crenshaw will be back. But today, Jason Longshore is in. And we have been, I mean, which one do you want to jump on first? You had said something that has stuck with me throughout the show. Uh-oh, what? You ain't eating M&Ms anymore? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm angry with their advertising campaign. It was really, really bad to the point that it's turned me off of the product. And I know there's a political football to deal with with all that as well. But the way that they tried to pivot from it. And Maya Rudolph, who I, I, I think is great. Yeah. Maya Rudolph, amazing singer, by the way. If you don't know that about her, she has, I, I think they're still active, a, a Prince tribute band, okay. Princess. The best Prince tribute after he passed away that I saw was Bruno D'Angelo. Mars. No, oh, sorry. D'Angelo with Maya Rudolph singing Sometimes It Snows in April. I think it was on The Tonight Show. Amazing if you can find it. Go see it. I love Maya Rudolph. Okay. I hate these commercials. Oh, well, <laughs> they're so bad I to the know, point I... that you don't like the product. And well, you can't not like M and M's. I don't want to eat M and M's right now because of how bad those commercials are. So you don't want to eat M and M's because those bad commercials. I don't want to go and see a Will Smith movie because of the obvious. Okay, you got a problem with that? No, you know, I mean, do you have a problem with Will Smith after last a- year's a- events? After the slap? Yeah. I mean, it's not a good look. Um, I ain't what I asked you. When you when when you're flipping around and you land on on, on Men in Black or yeah, no, or Independence I'm, Day, you cool with that? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Initially, I did, but I'm I'm, I'm coming around. <laughs> we came back. When we came back, you heard the theme from Sopranos. Okay, so earlier in the show, um, Jason and I have worked. This is the second time we've worked together, and the first mm-hmm. time we worked together, um, as we were getting to know each other, we were talking about music and and. He was reminded that I used to work at 96 Rock, but he was a 99X fan. So we have that little divide there, and we were talking about music there. But then I said, all right, I'll give you a classic rock story, which I did earlier. But I told him I'd give him a movie sort of fact, if you will, instead of just an old classic rock story. All right. So would you like a movie? Let's Um, hear it. Okay. Came back with The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that show? No. ah. I know. I know. This is going to be tough, Max. He didn't watch The Sopranos. Okay. Did you see Goodfellas? Yes. Okay. A scene in Goodfellas made its way to The Sopranos. Okay. With the same actor, Michael Imperioli, mm-hmm. who played Spider in Goodfellas, but he was Christopher in The Sopranos. He told a story in an interview about his time on The Sopranos and then morphed that into something that happened in Goodfellas and how he met Martin Scorsese and so on and so forth. But the scene in Goodfellas where, you know, he's bringing the drink to the guys while they're playing poker. The first scene, he brings it to him, and him and Joe Pesci get into it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then they cut away and then they come back. And then they yeah. come back again, Spider's bringing them a drink, and he says something to Joe Pesci, and Joe Pesci kills him. All right? Mm-hmm. And it's because he shot him in the foot the first time. I'm not telling tales out of school, okay? <laughs> so Michael Imperioli is telling this story about that scene. And he says, now watch it again. When Joe Pesci shoots him, he falls back. He's holding a glass. The glass shatters in his hand in the Ooh. scene. Oh. It shatters in his hand. His hand starts bleeding. So after this, and everything worked fine. Well, after the scene, they cut... De Niro and these guys come over to him. His hands bloody as can be. Uh, uh, Martin Scorsese shuts down the scene. They got to take him to the hospital. So they just load him up in a car and run him to the hospital to tend to his two fingers that were cut up. 
He gets to the hospital, and the hospital starts freaking out and going, Code blue! Code blue! And Christopher's like, no, 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 man. Or Michael, it's just my finger here. And people are going nuts because they see he's still wearing the thing that with the uh, – they look like he just got shot all yes, in the chest. okay. So the squibs that he had <laughs> under his clothing that blew up like he just got shot, he's still wearing that, but he's going there for his finger. <laughs> so that actually happened nice. after the – after that scene. So there's my little movie story for you there. All right, moving into the 11 o'clock hour, we have got a special guest coming up next. Steve Cangelosi is on the call tonight. Atlanta and Toronto MLS season pass. We'll talk to Steve about MLS season pass on Apple TV, but also what he's expecting tonight. And Corey McCartney is going to join us, getting us ready for this upcoming Major League Baseball season. That's all next. Sam and Greg, Jason Longshore is in for Mr. Crenshaw, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 